What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host, Dylan, today. And I'm just chilling in the van, uh, wondering what this dude next to me is doing in this Walmart parking. Well, actually, I'm uh, kind of in the Lowe's parking lot now. We're switching it up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, this guy is just kind of... Out of all the spots he could have parked, he just had to go right next to me. There is literally a whole empty parking lot, and he's, like, right behind me. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm just chilling. Uh, I hope you are all having a wonderful day or week or whatever. I just hope you're wonderful right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know things are going pretty good for me um i've been i was kind of sick over the not like sick but i had a sore throat and a stuffy nose and a couple headaches that were just horrendous but we're surviving i'm still here <coughs> oh um yeah just been chilling really uh been I've been uh, donating plasma lately, which is pretty cool, because um, I'm making some extra cash moolah doing that, which lines up perfectly with some of my uh, my new beliefs that money is easy to get, which donating plasma is literally super easy. You just go in there, they poke a needle in your arm, and <coughs> draw your blood out separate the plasma give you your blood back and then you can do it twice a week and so that's an extra 200 bucks in my pocket and <coughs> and a uh a couple lives saved from a quick like hour-long session which is awesome so yeah um but anyway i just have been kind of pondering on uh I, I have kind of slipped up on the No Neville November. I listened to a lecture earlier, but I wasn't listening to it to, like, I wasn't listening to it because I felt like I was missing something or that his words would magically do something to me. I was just kind of like, uh... I really like Neville's interpretation of the Bible, and um, this was kind of one of his more like biblical lectures, uh, and I don't know, I always like those because they just like get these like crazy mental movies playing in my mind and like really just kind of inspire me um, and kind of get me in like a creative mindset, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not trying to <clears throat> go back to listening to all of his stuff like all day every day. Um because again, I'm just trying to apply what I've learned and the more I apply it, the more I find out that Neville ain't ain't kidding and uh his stuff is legit and um yeah, it's like I, I don't know, I'm kind of just like awakening that creative power of my mind. 
uh, as I apply it and <coughs> yeah I don't know I've had some very cool just daily life experiences since I've started applying <coughs> man sorry about that I got something in my throat um but yeah I've been walking through my day lately and um I've been just very present I'm not like worried about a future you know because I know that worrying about the future is not going to create the future that I want uh you know that's done here and now you know the present if you take care of the present the future just takes care of itself uh and so I've been a lot more present lately um both I, I'm thinking less of both the future and the past because I know holding on to the past is only going to bring those problems into the present and thinking about the future is just going to distract me from what I'm doing right now. Um, so it's been like very cool because the more I focus on the present moment, the longer, like it literally feels like time does not exist. Like, uh, obviously there's still day and night and there's still change going on in the day it's not like time just freezes but um it's like each second each moment of the day is drawn out way more and i'm just like noticing as i pay attention to the present moment that you know, I realize that there truly is just abundance all around me. There's, there's just, in any given moment, like, there is just an infinite amount of, of stuff. Like, right now I'm in the parking lot, I'm looking around, there's cars everywhere, there's trees, like, each little tree, I could, I could zoom in on any of these details and get lost in a whole nother world of just like like this car right here I, at first i look at it it's just a car but then i kind of zoom in on it and i'm like oh there's uh all these details on it and i could like look at ever all the treads on the tires and then i look at even just the parking lot itself like first glance it looks just like a normal parking lot and then I start looking closer and there's just like beautiful patterns of cracks in the pavement and the lighting uh, you know there's just infinite details and then there's also just infinite possibilities of what I could do right now like if I wanted to I could hop out of this van in this present moment in this parking lot and I could go up to each and every one of these cars and look inside if I wanted to and you know, if I wanted to, I could get in it and drive away, but that's obviously not a good idea. Um, there's a store right here. I could just walk in there and just go literally get lost in a whole nother universe in there because there's just so much stuff to look at and take in in there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. As I just like focus more on this present moment, I, you know, those feelings of just like lack and um boredom and mundaneness just go away because 
you know, it really is anything but that. It, there is, in this present moment, there is no lack. You know, I, there is just so much to take in and so much that I could do. And, uh, you know, it's just silly to me now to say that I'm bored at any given moment. Because just look around. You know, there is literally, if you don't like where you're at right now, you could move and go somewhere else. And then there's a whole another world of possibilities right there. And this just goes, like, everywhere in the universe, dude. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's been very interesting. And I really like it because, you know, it takes, uh, like, instead of feeling like I have all of, you know, all of this past baggage that I have to, you know, constantly remind myself of, I can just not think of it at all. And then there's a bunch of my stresses just gone. And then if I just don't worry about the future, you know, that's a lot of stress taken off of me right there too. You know, in this present moment, I'm dealing with one thought, one feeling, one scene. That's it. And whatever action I'm taking right now. You know, that simplifies existence so much. And... You know, it, it frees up a lot of mental space and energy uh, to start, you know, moving in a direction that I want to go. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Pre being present is always just a very good, very good thing, you know. Like, that's really where it all s starts, uh, you know, kind of like this spiritual path. It all starts with just being aware of the present moment um you know i think a lot of people who go down the spiritual path start with like meditation and that's like the first thing you learn in meditating is to just still the mind and be here now and um it's a it's an invaluable thing it is honestly like priceless um <coughs> oh shit um but yeah, and then other than that, um, you know, it, in Neville Goddard's teachings, he always says feeling is the secret uh, to manifesting what you want. And, um, you know, I'm finding that, you know, the, the feeling truly is the key. Um, because I've been thinking about it and I'm like, you know, if I want a million dollars, I don't really want the million dollars. I just want to feel a sense of freedom. I want to feel wealthy. I want to feel, you know, what I really want is a feeling. You know, the thing itself, if there were no feelings involved, um, you know, a million dollars would just be like, picking up a rock off the side of the street it wouldn't be really you'd just be like okay I have a bunch of paper cool um you know the feeling truly is what gives life to all of these things in in, in your experiences um <coughs> you know like a lot of things that we don't have like a a feeling associated with it's just you know idle 
stuff that's not important. Um, and so now I'm truly realizing, you know, all of these physical things that we say we want, it's, it's an, like an illusion basically, because what you really want is that, that feeling or that state of being, uh, <coughs> ooh, ooh, and, um, you know, a feeling, you don't need anything external to feel a certain way. You know, I could be sitting in, in a dark room with absolutely nothing but myself and, you know, there's nothing going on, but I could feel completely happy and peaceful. Well, there's nothing happening. There's no external thing giving me that sense of happiness or peace. You know, all of these, these feelings come from within. And you don't need anything physical to bring it about. You know, say say with the money example, you know. <coughs> God, dude. Ugh, I wasn't even coughing before I started this podcast. Um, but, you know, money itself can't give you a feeling. You give yourself the feeling. You allow yourself to feel a certain way. When you have a million dollars. And. You know. Who who are you to. Who are you to. Limit your. How you feel. Based on. An external thing. You know why. Why do that when you can just feel it anyway. And. <coughs> you know, again. With that whole law of reversibility thing. You know, if an external circumstance can cause a change in your internal state, then it is also true that an inter a change in your internal state will cause an outside circumstance. And so, you know, I'm I'm truly realizing that, you know, the feeling of having what you want is really what you want. That feeling of fulfillment of whatever it is um you know you you want that you don't you don't really you know a lot of people I'll I could bring this up to a lot of people and they'll say well no I want to I want a million dollars so I could buy this and that well what is that that's just a sense of financial freedom that's a feeling that's a that's something that you do you know, the money isn't doing that. The money is just money. It has no no meaning in itself. You give it meaning. And so, you know, nobody... You know, a lot of people are truly convinced that they, they want the physical thing. But it's that's not the case. You want the, the state that comes with it. You want the feeling... That comes with it. The fulfillment of whatever it is. You don't need the physical thing. But, you know, as as I go into this and I realize that it's all internal. Um, you know, I'm finding that I don't really care what's happening externally. 
because you know it it's not important what's important is how i feel while i'm going through this journey of life what is important is how how <coughs> what my attitude is towards life you know and if you're stuck chasing some physical thing you're basically just chasing a void you're chasing nothing really because again that that money or those fancy cars or whatever it is that you want physically those things have no substance in themselves they don't have they can't give you anything they're just things and um you know you add you add all that meaning and if you if you spend your whole life chasing chasing external things and ignoring yourself you know you're gonna you're gonna end this life with regrets because you know you're you're not gonna feel fulfilled if you're always chasing something physical you're never gonna have enough you're never gonna feel fulfilled because you'll say you want a hundred thousand dollars you'll work your ass off to get that and chase it and chase it and chase it and you'll finally get it and you'll be like oh well I'm not happy. I need more. That's how it's going to go. And you know, we've heard we've heard rich successful people and celebrities all say this and you know, again, people come back at it with oh, well, they they don't have to they they don't know what it's like to be poor. Well, they were poor at one point. You know, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them probably were. And you know they are speaking from a point of having that money so why what what would they be lying about um and it's all because they don't they they haven't searched in themselves for that fulfillment they just thought that the money would give it to them um but that's that's not the case you know it, there's nothing wrong with having money there's not but you know if you're not if you don't feel if you don't feel good while having all the money then what's the point of even what was the point of working towards it anyway um you know if you're not happy before you get the money you're not going to be happy after you're just going to be a sad millionaire <coughs> and you know people are going to disagree with that but you know they'll find out one day you know I feel very blessed to be only 20, almost 21 years old and finding this stuff out because now I know what's important in life. I know that it's not all of the fancy appearances that life has to offer. It's the things underneath the appearance. It's the feelings, the the emotions. Those are the important things in life because those those are what are going to give you fulfillment. Fulfillment is a feeling. It's not a thing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. That that whole thought also kind of... Uh, I was thinking about, like, just the senses, too. You know, like... Like, when I'm listening to music, you know, that music does not have a reality of its own. You know, it's just a, a vibration. 
But then when that vibration comes to me, I don't know how, but my mind decodes that vibration and makes words out of it and makes meaning out of it. And then it's awesome, you know? But if I was not there listening to it and it was just playing out in the middle of nowhere, it would just be a vibration until it hits a person's eardrums. Until it enters their awareness. Then it becomes something. It, it, you know? And taste, you know, like... Chocolate does not have a taste on its own. Taste is not something that chocolate does. Taste is something that you do. And so when you take a piece of chocolate and you put it in your mouth, you taste chocolate. You taste it. But on its own, it taste is not something that it does. Smell has no reality outside of you. You know, it... it it's something that you produce. You produce your senses. You produce what you're perceiving. And that was just very interesting to me. Because again, you know, it's everything you need to have a, a good experience is in you already. You know, you're already infinitely wealthy. You're just not aware of it. You're already super healthy you're just not aware of it <clears throat> you know all of these things health wealth love uh you know all all of these things that you think you want are states of consciousness or feelings or uh <coughs> spiritual sensations they're not anything that you're gonna find outside of yourself you know if you could somehow Go out of yourself and be completely devoid of, of feelings and emotions and imagination and everything. You know, all nothing would have any meaning. You wouldn't ever have any sense of, like, anything. You'd just be observing things. And that would be it. But the feelings and the states that you occupy... Your states of consciousness that you occupy are what give everything in your life substance. It's what gives things meaning. And, you know, that all takes place within you. You know, that, like, I, like I've said a couple times already today, none of the things outside of you have a reality in themselves. They are meaningless, void of meaning, void of life. But then you come along and you see something and it re it hits a spot in you. It symbolizes something. It symbolizes a feeling. It may, You feel a certain way when you see that thing. And then you associate that feeling with that thing. And then that's what it is to you. It's a symbol of that feeling. You know, this green paper stuff, it's just a symbol of a feeling of financial freedom and wealth and uh, all that good stuff. You know, the paper itself has absolutely no meaning. If we brought it to an animal who doesn't have a sense of what money even is, they just, they wouldn't even care about it. They would pat, they would just walk over it 
because it's not food. It's nothing that they need. They'd just be like, oh, cool. Uh, rectangular green paper. That's useless. And then they'd go about their way. But we, we are, we have imagination. Humans have imagination. So we can create a meaning like that for something. <coughs> and you know, that, that's literally what, what Neville is saying. You know, imagination creates reality. What we imagine towards a physical thing is what it is for us. And, you know, it, it, it's really just amazing. It's truly amazing. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's just like... Sorry, I was getting a drink. It's just like... As I study this and apply it, you know, I truly understand what he means and what the Bible means by the kingdom of heaven is within you. Because literally everything you want is, you have it already. You literally do. Because everything you want is just a feeling. It's not a thing. It's a feeling. And you can evoke those feelings at any time without permission from another person or without permission from an external circumstance or a fact, a, a, a physical fact of life. You don't need it. You don't need approval from anything. You can just go in your mind and give yourself what you want and feel it and just feel it. And... <coughs> ooh, ooh. And, you know, I personally think it's like, you know, that that stuff in you is is energy and you're you're controlling that energy. Um, So, you know, like happiness is that same energy, but it's at a, a different vibration, I guess, or like frequency or something. And um. You know, just like sadness. That's another different vibration. That's why you literally, you have like kind of a physical feeling with with your emotions. Because you are literally vibrating at a, at a different rate. You're vibrating. And so that energy, you know, it, it's a basic law of physics that like attracts like. Um, so, you know, if you're vibrating at a a level where you feel loved you know you're gonna attract more love into your life you're gonna attract things to you that are vibrating at that same level and it's just truly oh it's amazing like you know I used to think that this kind of stuff was like super weird and woo-woo and you know I was very skeptical of it at first but then I was like you know what if so many people are spending their entire life writing about this kind of stuff and thousands of people are are giving their personal reports on this stuff working then I would have I would literally be stupid to 
stay closed off from it. <coughs> and now here I am. And, you know, I, I believe this stuff, dude. You know, I'm still... I'm still, like, figuring it out. But every day it's like this, like, massive, like, exponential growth. And, um, you know, at this point, I don't even, like... Yeah, it would be nice to see the physical changes, but I I know that that's not what it's about. It's about fulfilling yourself within. And, you know, if that brings cool stuff into my life, then cool. But if not, then it doesn't matter because I'll feel good anyway. But I know it does bring stuff into your life because I've seen it happen already. Um, you know, it's, I, I think I'm just kind of getting into that, like, like I've dipped my toes in it so many times and I'm getting to that point where I'm like, okay, I can trust this. I can trust this now and really just let go and let things happen, uh, because, you know, a big part of it, a big part of this this stuff is when people first start manifesting or, like, you know, trying to manifest, they're always looking externally for the thing. And that's not, that's not how you do it. Because when you do that, you're, you're just feeling like you don't have it. You're feeling like it's not true, um... You know, you're in a state of seeking instead of having. Um, and again, you know, the whole world is going to reflect your your state back to you. Um, and so, you know, if you're constantly looking for physical evidence, you know, you're never going to find it. Because, you know, again, this whole physical world is a world of effects in the spiritual world. That world within yourself is the world of cause. And so you can't go looking for... You can't look for evidence of your cause in the world of effects if you aren't causing it still. You know what I'm... Like, that was kind of poorly worded, but, you know, you you can't look externally for a cause when the cause is within yeah like i don't know it's kind of like hard to put into words that that whole thing but i hope you got that um but yeah i don't know it truly is just like i'm at a point now where it's like i'm just i just want to like raise myself up higher in consciousness and you know feel feel more amazing and you know I don't care if if I see things happen in my world because you know I know that this world is my life my physical life is just an effect of my my inner state and so you know I it'd be stupid to 
get caught up in the world of of effects when I can literally stay in the world of cause and do whatever I want, you know? Uh, <coughs> uh, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. I I really do... I'm, I'm starting to just feel like whenever I'm out and about, I feel like I'm kind of just at home everywhere. And I I see people and I don't see, like, strangers. I just see, like, friends and brothers and sisters kind of, like... You know, I'm not, I'm not, like, over the top, like, hey, bro, what's up? But, like, you know, I, I used to be very, like, if I was walking in the store, I'd always have my head down looking at the ground, like, I didn't want to look anybody in the eye or whatever. Um, But now it's, like, I feel comfortable to just, like, you know, if I do accidentally look, have eye contact with someone I can just smile at them and keep going about my business I don't feel like I have to uh (coughs) like look away really fast and run away um and like you know I I've I've ran into a couple people I know and you know a lot of times before I would be like oh shit man like I gotta talk to this guy but now it's like no man like I want to I want to talk to you I want to catch up and uh you know I just feel more open I guess more more open um and I don't feel as if there's anything to like be embarrassed about really um and that that's like a big thing for me uh because I've always I've always wanted to express myself more and be like you know more more like outgoing I guess uh because that really is like what my my personality is um but I'm oftentimes afraid to show it uh because you know I guess I I just never felt like welcome or uh like I belonged, I guess. Um, but now that's kind of going away because, you know, I, I you know, that this whole like Neville teaching and everything, uh, you know, he says that the being that's in you is God and that the being that's in everybody else is also God. And, <coughs> and so, you know, Again, how you how you treat yourself is how the rest of the world is going to treat you. Um, and so I'm like, okay, well, I shouldn't be afraid of anybody unless I'm afraid of myself. And, you know, I shouldn't feel afraid to express myself because I'm literally expressing myself to myself. You know, myself in a different body from a different point of view um and you know i can't none of us can prove that kind of stuff you know maybe maybe someday i'll have a spiritual vision about it and then i'll know but you know i'm just i'd rather i'd rather believe that because then it you know it serves me it's a belief that serves me and makes me feel like 
safer, I guess, and, <coughs> and, like, like, I have people, like, rooting for me, I guess, if I'm rooting for myself, um, and so, yeah, that whole, that whole thing right there has really just, like, opened me up to everyone, because, you know, again, I'm just like, well, if I'm not afraid of myself, if I love myself, then who am I afraid of? Who am I being afraid of? And, you know, this, I don't know. This this kind of stuff has... I don't know. I'm forever grateful for Neville. Uh, you know, his stuff has changed my life. You know, I've... I've pretty much... Yeah, you know, I, I don't even do drugs anymore. You know, even today I was like, man, I'm... I even want to be done with caffeine because it's like, you know, right now I'm just, I, I have this belief that, oh, caffeine gives me energy. But really that caffeine is just using my energy to do its own thing. Um, and so, you know, I like I'm starting to just go toward the belief that I can produce my own energy and it's more sustainable than energy on caffeine um you know it's a belief that serves me better um so you know neville if i didn't discover neville's teachings i probably would still be doing all kinds of drugs today um you know i wouldn't feel as confident around so many people i wouldn't be open to so many things i wouldn't be making this podcast and um, you know, that's the one thing I love with this podcast is, you know, I, I don't know how many people are listening. I don't really care how many people are listening, but I know at least one person is listening and they're learning something from it. And that's something I've always wanted to do is to just <coughs> like teach, teach stuff mind stuff, mental stuff, you know, I've always been into the mind, and, um, you know, I think that's why I did so many drugs, uh, because, you know, from a young age, I knew that the mind was something that was very interesting, you know, here we are in this physical body, but we also have this, like, invisible mind that you can think of anything, like, instantly, and, see things without being there and you know imagine literally anything and I always knew it was like something something like very interesting um and so you know I would do all these drugs get super high in my room and you know explore literally every time I think I was by myself and just in the dark, just with my, with my mind, and, um, you know, that, that was just, I don't know, and I think a big part of it was just, I was, deep down, I, I was searching for God, I guess, you know, I, I always heard people say, like, oh, I took this drug, and I saw God, and, you know, I always wanted an experience like that, but, you know, I, you know, I've had like some crazy, crazy, crazy 
drug experiences, but, you know, I wouldn't say I, I had any religious experiences, maybe, maybe a couple, but <coughs> not anything like what I was, was expecting or whatever, um, and most of it, it felt more like, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know how to put it, but, um, you know, through Neville's teachings, I feel like I've found God, and I feel like I, I don't need to search anymore, really. I don't need to search uh, in things for for my my happiness and my joy, and um, you know, I'll, I'll forever be grateful for Neville uh, because yeah, I my life has changed, and I know it's gonna keep changing because you know this. I see it as, like, as soon as I started studying Neville's stuff and, uh, you know, other teachers like Neville, like Joseph Murphy, Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, uh, even Manly P. Hall, kind of, he's, he's not really on the same stuff as Neville and Joseph Murphy and all them, but he is a spiritual teacher um but it's like once I started studying that kind of stuff I like to think of it as like a god seed was planted and you know there's as long as I keep nurturing that seed it's gonna grow and uh I don't know I I really don't know but it's really just interesting because you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, even from a young age, I knew that there was deep down, and I think we all feel this way. We all know that there's more to life than this, than what meets the eye. And, um, you know, I feel like that's on purpose. Like, we all know that on purpose. And, uh... <coughs> And, you know, for me, I I just knew that, and I, I just, I feel like I, I nurtured that, that seed of, of knowledge. I nurtured that more than a lot of other things in my life, and, you know, it kind of started sprouting, and, you know, I found out that there is more to life than meets the eye, and, I found out that the mind is an important thing. And, you know, it just feels like everything was, like, mapped out. Like, I was supposed to do all those drugs. I was supposed to uh, <coughs> have my have my early run-ins with the police and all that. Because, you know, I I changed my ways at a very young age. And I always knew... I always knew that, you know, there was the only thing I had to change in this world is myself. Um, you know, I always knew that. I just didn't know how to do it and I would get distracted from it, you know. Because <coughs> uh, after I had my run in with the police and all that, 
you know, I immediately was like, okay, something's going on. I need to change something in myself. I need to figure out what's going on. And, um, you know, I feel like at that age of 16, you know, not a lot of, not a lot of people would have that same, that same mindset. Uh, you know, a lot of us were stuck in, in the victimhood mentality. And if I, you know, I, I did have a victimhood mentality, like, back then. Uh, but, you know, there was always that, that knowing that, like, nah, man, like, if you were different, your life would be different. And, you know, a lot of people, these, in all days, in all of time, all of mankind, you know, people love to play the victim of life. They love to play the victim, the role of the victim. You know, I hear people that complain all day, every day about problems. And I'm like, dude, you don't even understand that you have those problems because you keep focusing on problems. And you get more of what you focus on. And, um, you know, at 16... I could have sat there and been like, man, it was all my friend's fault for letting me go outside that night and uh, walk around all drunk and everything, blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, I could have just blamed everybody else, but, you know, I, I knew that it was my fault. I knew that there wasn't anyone else to blame. You know, I did point the finger a couple times. At my friends for you know letting me go outside, but deep down I knew that you know I was the one who decided to drink that night. I was the one who decided to go outside. I was the one who decided to you know go outside without anybody else. You know I made all those decisions. Nobody else decided for me. I did, and um, you know I got myself in trouble. Um, but again, that was 16, almost five years ago now. That's crazy. Um, I've changed a lot since then. Um, and you know, this that, that same thing goes for everything that's went wrong in my life. You know, if I wasn't, if I was different, those situations would have been different. Um, you know, I would have been around different people. I would have been around... In, a, in different places at different times. And I, you know, I would have avoided that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but, you know, a lot of people don't see that until it's too late. And a lot of people never see it. And that's what sucks, you know. I, I know people who, you know, they're obviously in the wrong. They're obviously, you know, the ones that are starting stuff. And they'll still complain and say that it's somebody else's fault. And, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I don't even want to hear it, dude. You know, if you're if you're talking about, you know, problems, I don't want to hear it. Because those are your problems. Don't give them to me. Don't come over to me and start talking about all your, all the things that you've messed up on in your life. And don't try to bring my vibe down to you. I'm not going to feel empathetic about it. You know, I might, if it's, obviously if it's like a, 
you know, we're we're good friends and you have some kind of problems coming up. I'm not just going to like go all dick mode on you, but you know, if you're if you're if all you do is complain, I'm not going to feel bad for you because you're doing it to yourself. And a lot of people don't like to hear it, but it's true. And I'm at that point where you know, I don't got well, I got this one life as far as I know. I got this life and why would I sit there and waste my time listening to you tell me some sob story that is a result of your actions? You know, why would I sit there and just waste my time and you waste your time telling me that story when you could be fixing your problem? You know, I'm not going to feel bad and it's not selfish either. You know, honestly, it's a good thing. If I just walk away from you telling me, complaining about a problem, you know, obviously, only if you're a chronic complainer and, you know, I'm not, if somebody comes up to me and it's their first time ever talking to me and they're, like, uh, asking for advice and stuff, like, that's different, but, you know, just constant chronic complaining, I'm just going to walk away and... You know, I'm doing me and you a favor because I'm letting you know that nobody else wants to hear it and that you got to get your shit together and do something about it. And I'm also helping myself out because I'm not getting my vibe lowered because of because I chose to listen to you. You know, a lot of people aren't going to like hearing that. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You know, this is my life. And I choose not to have all this negative, you know, life sucks kind of stuff, you know? Life does not suck. Life is amazing. You just got to open up your eyes and see it. And, um, you know, no hell is permanent. No hell is permanent. Um, I tell myself this all the time, you know, if I do start getting stressed out about something. Because, again, you know... I don't think anyone will ever be immune to stress 100%. I don't think anyone will ever be able to not be sad. You know, that's just part of the human experience, you know. That's just, you know, we feel sad for for reasons. We feel angry for reasons. It's just when you hold on to those emotions, that's when it's a problem. You know, your natural state should be of of joy and bliss and peace and you know obviously you know you'll dip out of it here and there but you know you can always go back but when you choose to stay away you know here's the thing something can happen to stress you out and it's perfectly fine it is perfectly normal to get stressed out but once that event is over and it's and you know it's going to be fine, you know. And if you still feel stressed, you're choosing to do that. You're entertaining those thoughts that are stressing you out. And you're focusing on, on a problem instead of a solution. You know, that that's, that's the problem. You know, there's nothing wrong with feeling negative emotions. You know, they're on... 
they're on the emotion spectrum, you know. If you want to have a full life, you got to experience them all. You got to have that variety, but, you know, you if you want to have a good life, you got to learn how to keep a, a state, a natural, like, keep your home state at what you want, you know. Whatever state you constantly re- return to, <coughs> you know, like a lot of times there's there's people that their natural state is just down in the dumps and then they get happy about something, but then that happiness once that like high I guess is over, then they just go back into their comfort zone, their their depressed down zone or whatever. You know, your your job here is to make your natural comfort state something amazing. So then, you know, anytime you go outside of that zone and you come back when you're just chilling in bed at night, you can just come back to that amazing, amazing state. And, you know, that's your home state. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's really just, uh, it's really amazing, you know. I didn't think that, you know, when I started this Neville journey or this this law of assumption or manifestation, whatever you want to call it, when I started this journey, I was like, oh, I'm just going to manifest a bunch of money and uh, a girlfriend and uh, this and that, and then I'm just going to be done with it because it's too far out there. But now I'm like, you know, yeah, it'd be cool to have those things, but, you know, if I just had that and left it at that, you know, I'd be... My natural state back then was, like, what I was just saying. It was depressing, you know? I could have my spikes of happiness, but I'd come back to my my baseline, and I'd be, like, completely wrecked, you know? I'd be completely just down in the dumps and... But now it's like that natural home state is just elevating and elevating and elevating. And, you know, that's that's how it's supposed to go. That's how it's supposed to be. You know, you're not supposed to stay in one spot forever. And I think that's that's a big thing, too. A lot of people look at themselves as they are now and they're like, well, this is how I am and this is how I'm going to be for for the rest of my life. Well, it doesn't have to be. You know, I hate... One thing I hate is when I hear people say, people can't change. Bullshit, dude. Bullshit. That is, like, the biggest lie I've ever heard. And, um... You know, I heard it about... So many people. So many people. And I'm like, why are you doubting this person? Have you changed at all? Are you the person you want to be? If you're not, then don't even worry about this other person. Like, that is completely ridiculous to say. That somebody can't change. It's like... I don't know. I've always been a believer in people. You know, I've obviously learned to keep keep my, like, distance, I guess. But... 
You know, I've always been a believer. If somebody says that they want to change, I believe them. You know, I I fully believe that they want to change. And I'm here to help anybody who does want to change. But, you know, I've I've learned a lesson not to get my hopes up. But I do believe. You know, I, I don't set expectations, but I do believe that you can change. And if you really want to, then you will. But the people that don't change, you know, I just see it as like, oh, they don't want to. They must like how they are. Otherwise, they'd be different. You know, there there's no reason to stay as you are if you don't like how you are. If you don't like the way you are, then change it. It's not You don't got to do nothing physical. It's all mental. It's all in your mind. You know, I I would have, a couple years ago, I would have had the hardest time ever just, like, speaking up to people, you know? Just, like, putting in my two cents or whatever. And, you know, I don't feel a need to do that. I don't feel a need to step in and say something. But, you know, I'm also not afraid if somebody comes at me with some something I don't like, I'll... I'll say it how it is, you know, I'm not just going to let you step on me, but, <clears throat> you know, a couple of years ago, I would just be like, oh, I'll just, I'll let everything slide, I gotta, I gotta be a people pleaser if I want to make it in this world, but, you know, that's not true, you know, everybody's in it for themselves, and, you know, I don't know, not everybody's in it for themselves, but most people are, um, and, you know, I I was always just more for everybody else. But now I'm seeing, like, hey, this is my life. If I ain't going to do it for me, nobody else is. Um, so, I'm, you know, I'm always going to keep that, like, for other people part of me, too. But that comes second now. That comes after me. You know, I got to make sure I'm good before I can make sure you're good. But, anyway... Uh, I'm going to get this podcast cut off. I think this episode turned out pretty awesome. uh, Besides the coughing. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, And again, I've got my Reddit page, r slash Conscious Creation Club. And uh, I've got the listener support on Anchor where you can do a monthly, I think it's monthly donation. Um... And I think the link I've I found out the link for that is in the um the notes on the uh the Spotify description. So if you're interested in that, just tap on that, I guess. I don't know. Um But yeah, until next time, I hope you have a good time and uh peace. <laughs>